The Opposition View on Love Sport. Time for the opposition view. Giving us a preview uh, to this weekend's game is Yannick Ireland from the Yannick on Chelsea podcast. Uh, he's talking to us uh, all things blues as we look ahead to uh, the game at the Emirates at half past five on Saturday evening. Evening, Yannick. Evening, Ola. How you doing, mate? Yeah, not bad, pal. Not bad. I'm joined uh, in the building by uh, by Chris, Akil and Harry. Um Yannick, Evening, talk, talk, talk to us about the, the, the mixed sort of season that Chelsea are having under Maurizio Sarri. Well, we're having a mixed season under Maurizio Sarri. <laughs> Started very well, um, better than this sort of anyone could have um, hoped for, really. It's kind of all happened in reverse in terms of what looks like teething issues now um, weren't there at the beginning. But um, I think it is a personnel sort of issue. I think a, a little bit of a case of... Um, opposition finding out they can maybe just sit on Jorginho and he had a bit of a bad spell in terms of form when he didn't have everything his own way but he seems to be doing a little bit better but um, we don't have a number nine mate which is the um, the big issue or certainly one that has confidence or the other one that fits the mould of Sari's sort of footballing philosophy so you know that might change this window if we get a striker in there if he gets his like um surrogate son Iguainen. but um yeah it's, it's a difficult one i mean the only really sort of it's difficult to give an explanation rather than maybe opposition sussing it out because um for sorry's football he's he won't change it but in his mind if it's executed how he wants it he doesn't need to change it and although it wasn't perfect at the beginning um it was good enough for to beat the opposition but now people have been cocked on a little bit more it needs to be closer to perfect really Mm. That's the issue. So, hi, it's Chris here. Um, so, okay. who, who do you think will play up top? Will he play Giroud or will he play Morata or Hazard? He'll play. He'll play Hazard. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Um, in in the game on yeah on the game on the weekend, he'll he'll, he'll play Hazard. Which um, you know, if there's a there's an element of Giroud might fancy coming on and scoring a goal, and you know Hazard, although he looks like the best option at nine at the moment, um, he prefers playing on the left, and he actually prefers playing with Giroud, but um. Defensively, oddly enough, we're better with Hazard there. For for all it's painful to watch with um, sometimes him trying to jump for long balls, which is just ridiculous. Right? Um, he's because he's got such a good short turn of pace. He's good at pressing, so pressing from the front is actually and defensively winning the ball back. Um, it's a, it can work better for Sari's football, but um, I'm not overly confident. I mean, um, really, because you know, Hazard always scores against us. It's like what happens is like <laughs> Harry Kane and Edin Hazard are the banes of our lives. Uh, well, yeah, Drogba, but he's gone. But um, the, the the thing that my my concern is um, Arsenal can be very very good. They are they, they there's a lot of parallels between Arsenal and Chelsea this season. Although we've been oddly better and better and better defensively and um, we just can't score goals but Arsenal have a very what you have exactly what we need uh, two very good strikers in my opinion um, uh, we I don't know if we were offered like um, excuse me a Bam Yang but whether it's an age thing because I know he's about to turn 30 and our club's got this weird thing against <laughs> buying anyone that's near 30 or over 30 but um, you've got two great strikers and that's exactly sort of our our missing link and how we won that game at Stamford Bridge early doors in the season is a bloody miracle. I mean, from I watched the Chelsea game really closely at the weekend, and I think mm-hmm. you know the thing with Hazard playing in a centre forward position for me, really, it doesn't work. But there was that moment, wasn't there? And it ultimately led to the winner, where he managed to wriggle free of a couple mm-hmm. of defenders and carry the ball and set 
set the ball up for Willian. And that's the kind of thing he can do. But what I would say as someone who's watched Olivier Giroud at the Arsenal for many, many years is that mm-hmm. he is worth having in the team just because of how mm. much he brings other people into the game. And for me, oh, yeah. Hazard is a better player operating from the left. So if you've got Giroud as the target, Giroud laying balls off and things like that and bringing other people into the game, I think that's the way to go. And I'm really, really surprised that Sarri um, it yeah. seems to be so against it. Well, I'm pretty adamant that he, he will play Hazard and will be shocked if he plays Giroud. But, you know, what you say um, is correct. I mean, Giroud's got a recent World Cup winner's medal to prove that what he does for a team is, is so valuable. Um, and Hazard indeed is better on the left. But again, if you if you sort of look back at Sarri's Napoli, how good Dries Mertens was in that role. Although upon further inspection, I think Dries Mertens is a different kind of player. They look similar, but he likes to stay in the box more and, and poach where Hazard doesn't. I think the sort of theory with, with playing Hazard in this nine is, is all he said, Sorry, said it's better defensively. And obviously, Giroud would be better defending in the box for his height. Yeah, but I, I think he means sort of systematically. Just sorry, just to finish, I think I think he just there's a lot of interchanging. You know, William can go in the centre, Pedro. So it is a sort of interchanging front three in that sense. Uh, chaps, uh, let's have another question for Yannick. So, I mean, you know, for for the game on Saturday, I mean, where do you think the game will be won? I mean, I, I, from sort of listening to you over the last few minutes, it, 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 our front two are, are kind of what you fear. But is there anyone else in the Arsenal team that you're kind of thinking we've got to watch him or, or, or that's where uh, potentially we can win the game? I'm terrified of Ramsey. I've, I have been for a while. The, the, the thing is, um, the the... The game, the reverse fixture, it was just simple cutbacks constantly. Uh, and you were roasting us on the flanks over and over and over. And you're cutting back. And, you know, for some reason, the people that are getting on the end of the ball were misfiring that day. And we got away with a 3-2 win of a mental game. But, um, I mean, I've, I'm actually a big fan of Ramsey. I wanted him to come to Chelsea when he was not signing a new contract and stuff. So I feel like he yeah, and if- I was at... <laughs> I was at, um, I, I, I was celebrating the Diego Costa equaliser at Wembley, and I just I had to look. Well, Ramsey was putting you two one up a couple of FA Cups ago, so I, I was there and I felt the pain. But I think he's such a quality player. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like uh, it's probably not a game for us. I know there's controversy with that at the moment anyway, but it's, it will be quite too quick a game in terms of like tracking back up and down, up and down. But I feel I feel like it will be strikers. Would it um, would it scare John, you to see Mesut Ozil's name on the team sheet as as an opposition fan? Not at the moment, no. I mean, only maybe because he hasn't played and he might have a point to prove. But um, in terms of just general narrative and in certain games, I mean, I really don't know. He's obviously he's got mental ability, but I don't know. It's, if if Emery doesn't fancy him, I, I'd be in, I'd be more intrigued than than sort of sort of I get scared to see him on the. Uh, on the on the team, it's really like you know, Abama Yang. If he gets a chance in the box, he'll probably score. Um, you know, David Louise, he's been really really good this season. But I saw a great tweet with him saying, because you know he did that amazing assist uh, on the weekend. He's mm-hmm. the only defender that will do a no look fifty yard pass and then go back to no look defending. <laughs> <laughs> so so what's, uh, you know, so what's the, what's the Chelsea eleven going to look like this weekend then? Right. Okay. So sorry, he's an easy man to 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 sort of read with this. I think it will be the front three of Pedro, 
Willian and um, Hazard up front, unless this sort of narrative of Hudson Odoi continues and we start him to try and show a you know a sign of faith. Or certainly, I think he'll make an appearance regardless. Midfield: Jorginho, Kovacic for defensive ability away from home. Uh, Kante, obviously, who's actually getting better and better in the sort of attacking role. So is it Louise Rudiger and on the flanks, um, uh, Azpi on the right, and a very out of form Alonso on the left. Who that would be your that would be your way in. Um, he's always been sort of poor tracking back and defending. His position he got a bit better with positioning, but that seems to have gone out the window. And he doesn't score anymore. So <laughs> well, there you'll see your joy game behind him. Well, actually, it's quite funny you say that because in the in in the second game of the season when we came to Stamford Bridge, the the cutbacks you were talking about it was it was on Alonso's side. If you mm-hmm. remember in that 20 minute spell, we pushed him absolutely back and we actually mm. moved uh, Awobi, who was playing on the left, to actually go on the right with Mikatarian. Mm. So we actually had Mikatarian, Awobi, and Bellerin on the overlap. And Alonso yeah. absolutely didn't know what day it was. But then the mistake, mistake we made then was on, in the second half. We were back to 2 2 and we actually took our foot off the gas and we gave, mm. uh, we gave Alonso a chance back in the game. And then, of course, he went on to score the winner. Um, mm. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on Alonso's side, actually. I think if that game happened the next game week, obviously that wouldn't happen. Arsenal win three one four two, but I think because of recent, you know, recent situations, obviously you had that performance against West Ham, which wasn't great. Um, we had a couple of amazing goals against Newcastle, but complacency sunk in. So that might be a lesson for us against complacency. So although it's a way. I um I'd, I'd like to think Chelsea can win, but Arsenal have got so much quality, and they'll I hate playing teams that have just lost and just don't you know lost to a team they probably shouldn't have lost to. Um, it's never it's never good, especially if you're going away. So I, I I don't know what the bookies are saying, but I've seen it. Could, obviously, it's a six pointer, so it's a big game, but it's anyone's game, and I think everyone's looking over their shoulder now. At, uh, Man United, I'm sure Aaron's happy about that. Yeah, certainly. Um, Yannick, how's it going to go, pal? <laughs> okay, so it's um, it's going to be less of a goal fest because uh, both managers are going to look at that game back and see what they did wrong. Um, well, I think it's going to be a score draw one all. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind a few goals personally. I really wouldn't mind a few goals. Uh, Yannick, thank you for joining us. Uh, Yannick from the Yannick on Chelsea uh, podcast. At quarter nine, we're going to take a pause. They're approaching the break. Uh, in fact, at the Etihad, Manchester City two, Wolverhampton Wanderers nil. Three minutes of added time to be played. There, we'll take a pause now, and we'll come back with uh, our closing bits. It's Lost Ball Ready with the Arsenal Fan Show. 